Me now, Lumkile Mondi, a lecturer in the economics department at Wits University. I always remember Greta Mantashe suggesting once that economics is the essence of politics. And in so many ways, you start to see that. Now, first, Lumkile, I mean, I, I have to start with your reaction to the announcement from President Jacob Zuma. I mean, cynically timed, in my view, that there's going to be an extension of free higher education for many people. Uh, thank you for having me, Stephen. Good afternoon. Um, this should be understood within what you call a, a political business cycle. Uh, we have uh, the president uh, who's got a candidate uh, in the ANC presidential race. And basically what the president is doing is saying, it's time for me uh, to make sure that my candidate succeeds because our platform is radical economic transformation. So this decision is not so much... Uh, an agenda that the ANC suddenly is woken up uh, to really listen to the people and respond to their demands. It's something to influence elections. We all know that we cannot afford uh, a completely scratching of the old debt of the, of the National uh, Student Fund. But secondly, also going forward, um, as Professor Marek was saying earlier, that the university infrastructure itself um, and the resources, both physical, human, and the demands for us to really, uh, in our democracy, shape up, uh, shape up the, the, economic, um, um, the economy of the 21st century in South Africa requires a uh, lot of research and development. So the fact that's being done is nothing to try really and reposition ourselves as a successful 21st century economy, but it's a political um, ploy to influence the decision. I wonder if there are any non-cynics out there today. Everyone has greeted this announcement in pretty much the same way. Let's go to the Joburg CBD and Norman is there. Norman, good morning. Um, good morning. Uh, go for it. The issue that I'm looking at is that the decision is to set up the next incumbent. Yes. Uh, the NASPAS has not planned to cover accommodation and food and if you look at the budget, it was intended to serve a particular number of students in terms of loans. And this is not going to happen. It's going to create chaos there. And the other thing is that he's got a lot of cases pending on his head. If he has to lose one of those cases, then the next incumbent will be sitting with all the mess that he would have caused. And it's like he's saying, I'm destroying the country because I'm leaving and not building it. Mm. So, Norman, you're as cynical as everyone else. Are you suggesting the president is actually desperate? I mean, that's one way to read the statement as well, that there's desperation there. That's the sign of desperate. You you take erratic decisions because your intention is not to build, it's to destroy. That's the way I look at it, because he's saying if the next incumbent will be Cyril, then Cyril must sit with his problems because people will say, we told you, you were supposed to have given Nkosazana this thing, you are failing now. So you mm. set up a person for failure. If it's Nkosazana, he will twist Malusi to be able to deal with this discuss, to change things around, to facilitate that this thing can, can be prosperous so that uh, people will see her in a better light. Even if we don't have money, we are short of 50 billion. 
All right, Norman, thank you from the Joburg CBD. You know, uh, Lumkile, one of the things that I find so interesting about Malusi Gigaba is that in his position as finance minister, I think we all know that there's uncertainty about who's going to win and if, for example, uh, Cyril Ramaphosa were to win, I don't know if, uh, if Malusi Gigaba would be uh, giving a budget in February. I mean, probably on balance he would, but I get the sense, so I've been watching him closely to try and work out who he thinks is going to win, <laughs> and I get the sense I think he doesn't actually know. I think he does. I think uh, he basically did not realize what he was getting into. Um, in Zulu, uh, there's, some, there's a term for it. Uh, they say, Ukibele ibubesi, meaning that he's climbed a lion. So if you're riding a lion, a lion Stephen, if you get out, it's going to mm. chow you. Yes. So he, he, he understands the responsibility mm. and the requirements of, mm. the, of the position mm. that, you know, you cannot act just recklessly. Mm. You need to be mm. prudent. You need to you, live within no means, which the president doesn't understand. Mm. So he's trying to extricate himself. Mm. But, you know, it's difficult because he's riding this mm. lion and lion is busy and is hungry and is saying, you know what, mm. please mm. get off, get off. Mm. So he's got a huge challenge. Mm. And I think, I mean, this morning he spoke so well mm. and, uh, and the statement came out. So yes. every moment, Malusi is trying to really show us that he's a competent, competent financial, finance minister. He's being undermined mm. continuously. So I don't envy him. And I, mm. I, I, but at least he get, he's getting what he mm. deserves because he should have understood the challenge mm. of the position. I suppose that's what happened when your phone goes and you're in the middle of a fashion show and someone says, do you want to be finance minister? Maybe you should say, hold on, let me get out of the fashion show and think about it for a few moments. Maybe I'm being a little cynical. I'm sure I'll get a phone call from someone. Let's go to Mabunda in Melbourne. Mabunda, good morning to you. Mabunda, hello. There you are. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm well. Go for it. Good. Uh, one take from Norman. Norman, it was very right to see that mm. the president, our president, just taking the chances there. Why he didn't do long time ago? He knows that he's going. He won't even take the six months in the office next year. Mm-hmm. Now he's taking everything that will give to the new president, knowing that it will be Ramaphosa. Mm. Mm. All right, Mabunda, so, I think. I, mean, yeah. uh, I, I, I don't know. It's always, you know, it's always, always doing something funny. He's supposed to take mm. that decision long time ago. And where Ramaphosa is going to get money? Because the money that's going to good us. Yes, no, all right, Mabunda, thank you. Onati in Centurion. Onati, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Steve. You know, as I said to the producer, I mean, to the, to the lady who picked up the, the guy, mm. to say, I will probably be echoing the similar sentiments of the previous callers because I think what is key here is to see a man that is desperate yes. and moreover, create a chaos that he has yes. started. He yes. started with the chaos and he wants to end with the chaos. He knows that you've been downgraded. The country's battling. We can't collect taxes. Where does this money come from? Yes, yes. The Do money, you think... the, state, yeah. the state is paying so much for salaries and you're not getting the return on investment on that. And over and above now, you actually say, hey, let's create this impression that we have money, yet we know that there is no money. So somebody else must create this mess. Either this mess is there to assist, assist Chingosa Zanaklamini Zuma, mm. In, in the continuation of the looting and all these other things, create a false impression to the people so that even when they go there as delegates, they will think that this guy is... You know what I'm saying? Mm. I mean, really, really, it's quite frustrating. 
just to yeah. see how this guy has messed up this country and continues to, to do so, even when he knows that he, 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 his term has ended. Going on, Nati. Thank you on the line from Sincere, and I can hear the emotion. Uh, Godfrey from Brackpan. Godfrey, hi. Hello, Stephen. How are you doing? I'm well. Go for it. Good. Uh, Stephen, I think the, the president of the country really does play and think the people of this country are stupid sometimes. What I'm saying, yes. why I'm saying that is because he's trying to put pressure onto Syria. And I'm not going to mention Kosazara mm. because she's not going to win. So what he's trying to do is to try and say, Cyril, once you win, you've got this pressure on you, and this pressure mm. will have to deal with it. And then the pressure now says to Cyril, what do you do? Do you then continue with free education, or do you cancel it? Which then works against you mm. in 2019 in terms of voting. That's mm. it. But the president mm. needs... Okay, but he's, he's going out in January, so it's fine. Mm. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> Thank you, Godfrey from Brackpan. You know, one of the things that's so interesting, um, Lum Kilemondi, is that over the course of the year, um, to my mind, there, there, there are 702 listeners, got perhaps the most diverse audience in the country, I would argue, or certainly one of the most diverse audiences. But the number of calls we get supporting in Kosozana Dlamini Zuma has dropped dramatically over the last few months. And in fact, the other morning uh, during the breakfast show, I, I commented on that and asked mm. if they were still there. You know, and there were one or two people, but not many. Just in public, in, in urban areas, and, and specifically in urban areas, um, you just get the sense that sentiment has moved dramatically away from Dlamini Zuma and that there would actually be quite a shocked reaction if she were to win. Very much so. Remember, in many urban centres uh, particularly, uh, people are used to order. They are used, even, uh, my generation mm. is used uh, to uh, coming to the city um, mm. with a permission. If you are younger, yes. you needed a permit or you've got a past mm. behind you. Mm. So we're used to a particular sense of order, mm. whether it's working against us or, or for mm. us. So the fact that institutions are really collapsing um, and there's a lot of institutions that are not functioning, um, the fact that people um, have to take their kids out of public into private school, mm. even though they can't afford, and a number of things in the health sector, as we see in the mm. life is many. So there is lots of nostalgia that, you know, want a functioning mm. environment, even if I have to pay a lot of money, but the environment should function. So a lot of that, um, of that nostalgia and, and, and a wish for a better life has not come true mm. uh, in this campaign. She talks about the promise of radical economic transformation mm. without necessarily rooting herself within the sentiments that of, 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 mm. which are felt by many people. There's an interesting article last week uh, in one of the newspapers by Dr. Mzuki talking about land reform mm. uh, in Liberty. So all these issues, you can see that quite a lot of what is coming through NTZ campaign mm. is populist rhetoric, not grounded with information from the ground. On the ground, people want things to work. So so those farmers in Liberty, those uh, urban dwellers, want functioning institutions. They want to get on with their lives. And the state wants to be the one telling them what to do and how to do in the NTZ campaign. And hence, the shift towards uh, um, uh, uh, Cyril Ramaphosa indicates that you know, people are saying maybe because he wants to bring private sector in, uh, he wants uh, to bring everyone in who may not agree with his new deal, but he wants something that's going to work uh, and really bring back the crooks to jail that we've seen over the past uh, 10 years under Zuma presidency that have uh, bankrupted the state and have, are not yet arrested or, or even questioned for their actions. Is it possible, and I've often wondered this, that, that President Jacob Zuma has always had such a strong hold on, hold on the ANC, at least until recently, 
But I sometimes wonder if he's sort of lost his sense of the country on the ground in that South Africa's become a lot more urbanized over the last few years, last decade, certainly the last two decades. The population is younger. I mean, this is not someone who I think really understands Twitter, for example. You don't have to understand sure. Twitter to, to control or to govern well, but it does help to understand the sentiment. And I sometimes wonder if President Jacob Zuma has maybe just lost his finger on the pulse of the country and how much it's changed. Well, we must uh, understand what the ANC is about. Remember, Stephen, the ANC is a popular movement mm. or a populist movement, mm. and it relies very much on history and symbolism. Mm. So it's never tri- thrived on building institutions, mm. on really empowering its membership mm. to public education, mm. to them understanding the broader international developments. Mm. But it's thrived on promising what I'm going to do for you. Mm. So it's being populist and surviving on, on patronage has made it vulnerable when there's very little to pass by. Mm. So what you see from, from President Zuma um, and the ANC broadly, what you get in some of the polls is really a complete dislocation of the ANC from its own constituency where its members could be articulating what the president is saying. However, the broader voting public, including ANC members, have a complete different take about the conditions and the challenges facing the country. Such an interesting point you make there. When, pa- when patronage gets limited, um, the, your sort of access to political control gets limited as well. Let's go to TJ in uh, Johannesburg. TJ, good afternoon to you. How's it? Good afternoon, everybody. How are you guys doing? Yeah, well, thank you. Go for it. Yeah, excellent. I was just wanted to mention that, you know, um, I just feel sorry for whoever it is that takes over the ANC right now because <laughs> all they're going to be doing is they're just going to be putting out fires all the time. Yes. You know, and, and for the next four years, that's all they're going to be doing is just cleaning up the current mess that is. Mm. You know, mm. how, how do we grow? We have so much of money in this country, but it's mm. all just being rooted and it's being thrown away. We say we don't have 50 billion rand for education, I can eventually guarantee you that we probably did have that money before all of this corruption started happening. Mm. So it could have happened about five to ten years ago already. But we're just procrastinating everything because everyone just wants to feed themselves, if you know what I'm saying. It's it's nice to eat for yourself and let everyone else starve. So um, I'm, I'm... where it is, it would be Cyril or in Kosazana, you know, it's, 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 it's really going to be a shame because none of us are going to see what their true potential is. And yeah, TJ, all right. Yeah, I mean, I think many people would agree with you. In the end, and I made this point the other day, is that we have everything we need. It's just the management. Moshere, mm. Pretoria West, Swane, go for it. Yeah, Stephen. Stephen, I, I have a problem. I expect you being someone who's playing who's giving us a platform and also analyzing the critical of both Ngozisan and, 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 and Cyril. I've heard you, and Karimo Brown, most of you, you're criticizing Ngozisan and you're not going in on, on, on Ramaphosa. I understand what is at stake, but you should be giving us both sides of the story so that we as voters can have a clear understanding of both the, 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 those who are contested. Because Cyril entered the, the, the race knowing very well after the election, so am I still going to be the president? Unless if you're telling us that after Cyril win the, 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 conf- the elective conference, then President Zuma doesn't take any decision anymore. If, if you're telling us this, because after this conference, Zuma is still going to take some, some decision because he's still the president of the country. Unless if you're telling us after this conference, then Zuma must keep quiet and not take any, any decision. Well, you remember what happened to Mbeki, Moshere? I mean, you remember what happened, eh? 
I understand, but what I'm saying is, Cheryl entered the, 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 the race, knowing very well after the, whoever is going to win. So am I still going to take decisions? Unless if you're telling us that after this conference, then ANC, he knew very well, unless if he's going to recall President Zuma. But if he's not going to do that, he entered the race knowing very well that after the, the, the election, Zuma is still going to take that decision, of which if he's not com- 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 comfortable with those decisions that Zuma is going to take, then he should not take, enter the race. All right, Mashere, thank you. From uh, Tswane West, I mean, you can always make the claim. I think many urban media organizations might be vulnerable to the claim that they're biased one way or another. And just to remind you, I've never made the claim that I'm objective. I try to be fair. I must say, one of the things that I found interesting, Lomukile Mondi, is the number of interviews people have given. So, in Kosozana, Lamini Zuma has done ANN7 and the SABC, no one else. Yes. Um, Ramaphosa uh, was ENCA, one or two others. Um, but it's interesting that I don't think she's really tried to actually win over the cities at all? Not, not at all. But also it should be understood uh, with uh, what most of us argue that, you know, uh, NTZ, we argue that NTZ is an extension of the current policy yes, regime. Course, yeah. So being that, um, the stance of the President Zuma has been always against African intellectual. Um, so mm. he resisted um, mm. the critique that some of us uh, provide mm. uh, your colleagues, Isubias mm. Makeza, Karima Brown, mm. um, you know, so that resistance uh, around critique of those that come from the same experiences that President comes from are seen being embedded or being extended mm. to what mm. Zuma uh, is, and that is reinforced by the people that are around her. Help, mm. help, in the top six, her own supporters, the remaining five are people that we know very, very, very well. Uh, uh, for example, Nomvula uh, Mokonyana uh, who was very proud to get the Minister of Finance going and saying that the rent can fall. Mm. You know, when, when your leadership and your ministers uh, put the economy and the plight mm. of the very same people that they're representing, that our people can get poorer, we don't care, we'll rise again. And yet, in 23 years, we, we have currently 13 million children mm. that live without food mm. on a daily basis, Stephen. So we, we know that. And I understand running away is because she cannot, given that she's an extension of the existing order, she can't explain herself uh, to us because that's how we see it. And she's going to get it. We tell her as, as analysts, as, mm. as, intel- as intelligentsia, uh, and we'll tell her again that, you know, you, you're an extension of what we see. Mm. We want something better. It's, um, it's interesting. I mean, so many people get involved in this conversation. I know Zunele Mani has this phrase. He means it in a dismissive fra- fashion. He'll say a 702 black or 702 blacks, you know, and, and you see it on Twitter all the time, these kind of phrases that get used. Uh, good morning to you. Special broadcast today. For, are you with 702? And it is, of course, a special broadcast from the ANC's National Confer- 